Welcome, everybody, to the playthrough, our first episode of 2019. And I'm glad I actually said the right year because usually I don't at the beginning of the year. Um, <laughs> so this 2019. Yeah. This is. To, I'm going to still be writing that. 2018 yeah. every time I write a I check. I write 2001. Why are you, <laughs> why are you writing checks? <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's also 1942 for him. <laughs> you guys don't write checks anymore. Every time I go to the grocery no. store, I write out a check. Oh, you're one of those people. No. No, <laughs> no I've literally wrote like 2001 or 2002. I'm like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> That's the last time I wrote a check. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to the playthrough. This is the show where we talk about board games. If you've watched before, you're probably a little confused because we didn't feature a game. We're still going to keep doing that, you know, in the show, but we wanted to add a little bit more into the show and grow it a little bit more in 2019. So one of the things that we wanted to do is give you a preview on what you could see in future episodes. And this one, it seems like everybody loves doing these at the end of the year because they can just file them away and then not worry about work for two weeks. Yeah, and we're, a, we're late to the party, so yeah. we're doing it at the start yeah. of the year instead. <laughs> yeah. I don't file anything away. I don't even know what a word vacation is. You can ask these guys. Um, so um, first of all, let me introduce everybody around the table if you guys aren't familiar. So we got Jared, Dr. J in the house. Um, How's it going? Thanks for not doing a rules segment i'm thank you for not making me do a thanks for nothing jerk <laughs> um, we have ken kenpool i'm gl- i'm always glad when you're on the show because you have a crazy schedule so yeah, hopefully it, it means that i'm come. not at work at that time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's always good i'm kt data but who cares we have the global guru zach over here i'm glad that you made it after watching spider-man is worth it one of the best spider-man movies right yeah and then of course we have the ko king russ over there he may look grumpy but he's really cuddly inside we think i've never cuddled him so i couldn't yeah, say one way or the is, other this is why we can't <laughs> confirm we just we just assume you know a fair amount of time he is grumpy too yeah, <laughs> yeah you should on what we've played you guys should watch some episodes of the kick cast when he comes home tired and just hates all the projects man it's awesome <laughs> um, all right so what we wanted to do is talk about our favorite games that we played in 2018 so um that came out in 2018 if we have some time we'll, co- we'll go back and tell you the ones that hit the table because i bet you you guys at home have the same problem as we do where we get these games and then they never get to the table because we're always playing something else um and you know i, think- I find myself consistently two years behind on playing new <laughs> yeah. games like i'll get a game and be like oh this one's new right i today i looked up a game i was like that one's pretty new right 2014. It's like it's a classic. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Have you guys heard of this new game Vintage. that I just played? It's called Candyland. <laughs> no. 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 All right. So, um, Jared, I always like making Russ wait because I, Russ I, wait. I, I feel like it gets him more excited about his game when he waits until last. So, Jared, what is your favorite game that came out in 2018? So, my favorite game of 2018 is actually a game that we featured here on the playthrough before and was one of the most frustrating rule segments we ever did and that's root um, simple rule segment. <laughs> simple, simple rule segment i mean it was a long rule segment we did a whole separate rule segment for the expansion characters and it was a, it was a big thing but i really enjoyed root um just and i've only played with one of the races in it like we all the times we've played i've only played with one of the races i think and it's the river folk but I can't picture you playing anything else, right? Yeah. You you are that race, yeah. Now. yeah. So yeah, so root is the asymmetric ac- actions. Like I, that's yeah. like the, the woodland yeah. game of might and right. It's no, yeah. it's area control. Yeah. It's an area control game, coin war game. It's it's a worker placement, say. right? 
All of the above. It's, it's a little bit of everything. It's a, it's a little bit of everything. It's a programming game. Um, it depends on what race you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it, I can't even remember the publisher right now that published it. Uh, Letter, Letter Games. games. Letter Games. Um, like Jared said, we did have a video of it, so I'll put it You're going to have to do a new one when they kickstart those new races. And I'm so excited for those, too. <laughs> it's like crows or something. Uh, We're going to have like a 40-minute rule segment There's now. something that digs through the mountains. I can't remember what. Like moles? Moles, I think. See, like crows sounds awesome because they already have birds, but crows are like renegade birds, right? Yeah, that's how what I think of. Yeah, so that I one's think always awesome. I love getting to the table, but I'm always worried about teaching new people. Yeah, it's yeah, like, because it's, it's so different, is, right? It's what? not a gateway game. It's right? not a gateway no. game at all. And the thing that I struggle with when we when we get it to the table is how salty our group can sometimes get when we play it. Like <laughs> you our, guys our group, get salty, it's like. It is definitely me and Russ bring the most salt in that game. It is so it can get so salty, and I I want to play it one time and just go into it with the mindset: it doesn't matter if I win. I'm just here to have fun and see if I can hold out for the whole game with that mindset because I get really competitive in that game. But again, I just love it. It's it does for me what I want. It makes it feel immersive. You feel like there's an overarching story there, and it changes every time you play it and every time you play mm-hmm. with different factions yeah I, I always like that game because i always play the vagabond i haven't won yet with the vagabond but i've learned <laughs> how to play it and the more i like play it the more i realize it's just it embodies what i like to do because i mean he's pretty much a youtube star in the world route where he just goes around places trying driving. to get trying to get yeah. likes man yeah. trying to get, get likes from all the different <laughs> people that's what he tries to do I, I still feel like i haven't actually played that since i've i've played like two uh games with one other person and one solo game and it's it's not the same as playing with a big group i just haven't i really feel like that there's from everything that i've read and everything that i like and what little i have played i feel like that would probably be my game of 2018 if i had if i felt like i'd really played it because i just haven't like it's fine too it was kind of uninspiring the solo game that i played of like the lizards versus the cats wasn't a game that was, that's that was, what i that think was is like, interesting that honestly yeah. might be one of my like most uninspiring experiences with gaming of 2018 was playing root solo yeah that's interesting because russ had the opposite reaction yeah, for the really solo. he the likes solo. the solo mode for it maybe did you play with the lizards no yeah don't do so <laughs> maybe that's wrong yeah right so the lizards react off of the cards that go into the discard pile and the cat mechanical cat plays just by discarding things so literally it's a game of going okay all right i mean i feel like you could you could set up that whole board flip the cards without doing any of the actions and be like okay i won or hey look i lost again <laughs> Can't because there's just yeah there's <laughs> just you no know, the way that the cat the way the mechanical cat works with the lizard folk it takes away like 90 percent of your decision making it's I like the cats and the yeah. birds as a solo. One of the yeah, crazy I see things, that being fun, but don't the, do the don't the, do the lizard solo. One of the crazy things about Root is we probably played it four or five times before we ever made the video about it. This is a fairly new game when we made the video, and when I did the rules segment, I was still learning new rules that we'd overlooked don't tell him or that, that. We don't tell them that i mean i'm pretty sure all the rules in the rules segment were correct secrets out now but it's like actually i, like, I think somebody I left like, a comment wait on that's how they say that's how that faction <laughs> plays like I, we haven't been doing that right or oh that yeah so it's really and it's not the kind of game you'll different groups of people because when we play oh yeah 
our strategy, like if you're always playing the same races, you, you kind of play based on how you know others will play. So you try to strategize that way. When you go in and play Lends a race itself you, to like a meta game, yeah, group yeah. think type of thing. If yeah. you play a race that you usually play, well, when I play the play River Folk, I'm sitting like, there and I'm like, Russ wants to buy my cards because he always buys yeah. my cards. So I need to make those crazy <laughs> expensive, you know. But if I'm playing with other people who haven't it's played such before, a different I'm like, experience. Like, what? How much do I? How much do I charge for my cards? So I really like it, and it really feels like it's been kind of a different game. Even playing the same faction, it felt like it's been a different game every time I've played it. It's yep. heavy. It's super it's heavy. It feels not so bad after you played a few times, but I remember after the first time, I had no intentions of buying it. And I was like, my I was just spent. I was like, that's the heaviest game I've ever played. But it was trying to learn everything. I And I didn't like the little... Yeah, where they tell you what to do without thinking my brain doesn't work that way so i need to know why am i doing that it looks yeah, like such so. an innocent game with all these little <laughs> woodland creatures all cute and it does you know, and, and kids want to yeah. play i'm like eh, and I, I mentioned it in the in the other discussion video it's got a very dark like backdrop theme to oh, it yeah. if you you could make a completely evil version of that that's just like monsters you, and well, i mean there's the that. whole yeah. coin series that totally is about like off, historic right? battles but you could stuff. do that with cute cutesy games my son got a rescue polar bears for christmas it's all cutesy all oh, the polar bears drown <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah that's not so cutesy it's kind of sad <laughs> morbid <laughs> It's, funny. it's it's just environmental. Like if you saw Aquaman, they, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of that in there too. All right, yeah. so moving on to Ken. Um, like I swear, every right. other week you buy a new Calyx to put in your house. So you probably I'm, got. I'm probably do for one. Uh, <laughs> so 28, like a game published in 2018, is kind of difficult for me. So like the first half of the year was playing quite a bit. I was at pretty much any game night that we had, and and. Uh, played a lot of games that came out before 2018 because it was like the first half of the year. The second half of the year, I spent about half of my time out of state, which really impacted my ability to do anything. I mean, I've got like family and stuff. So there, even when I'm home, my, my time was kind of prioritized elsewhere. And then once I stopped traveling, I was working so much that just gaming has not I haven't been able to do it. I've acquired a bunch of really cool-looking games. <laughs> it seemed like were published with, in every week you're like, man, I just, this came in the mail from Kickstarter, or I yep. just backed this, or I, look what like, I bought. I bought this, and I bought this. <laughs> you and, got a bunch and, of games I would like to get to the table. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but as far as playing games in that were made in 2018, I mean, like I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I've played a couple of games of Root, but I don't feel like I've really played it. There was uh, Thanos Rising is fun, but I'm not going to call that like a favorite game of the year. Same kind of thing with Reef. I really like Reef. The mind is kind of there. Uh, what I settled on is um, actually the expansion for the Bloodborne card game. I, I like the Bloodborne card game, and I think the expansion for it um, is absolutely essential. It turned it from a, a, a good idea to a great game. I love the expansion for the Bloodborne card game. That was new to us, right? Well, the expansion came out in 2018. <laughs> yeah. also. So, what yeah. was so funny is and, that 
I got. I remember I got that last Christmas. Yeah, because you, you sat on my shelf yeah. forever. And because we're like, wasn't that long? Because the expansion came out in like March or something. Yeah, like that. So we yeah. played it in like January or February. That's a lot when we want to play games. We, yeah. we played it's the base time. game one time. And we yeah, were we like, this it, needs an expansion. We, yeah. yeah, we all kind of went, hey, that was cool, but it really needs an expansion. We need more weapons. We need more more enemies. It'd be cool if there was like some asymmetry there. And then. Russ we looks it up, up on his phone. Yeah, we looked it up sitting there at the table that day, and it was like, oh, well, there is an expansion. It's coming out, like, next month. And it was like, oh, cool. And then it came out, and it was like, hey, it was <laughs> everything that we wanted, price. and yeah. then some. Like, yeah. it was, it really was. It was everything we wanted, and then some. And then there was also, Simon uh, did their, their game nights for it, where they... They handed out the play mat and the plastic tokens. Which and... my game has now turned into one of those boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> like the, the Bloodborne um... game comes in a box like this big or something yeah, like it's that. About, it's about. And Russ that. has it in a box this big with all the <laughs> junk that he's yeah. collected over um, time for it. And and uh, it, like it added another enemy if you played in the game night thing. Like it was just. The ruins. Yeah. The. the and, and the runes to give you the starting powers and stuff like that. Like it's just. It really turned it from a good idea to what I think is a great game. And honestly, it's one of my, uh, the Bloodborne card game has become one of my definitely top five favorite games. Yeah. And we're, 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 we're at two for two right now. Did you into the video game or did the video game get you into the card game? Because I knew you like tried out the video game and didn't care for it. Then one of your buddies was like, no, you need to try it again. Really what it was is, is peer pressure got me into the video game. <laughs> I was down with the card game and, and it was kind of a cool thing uh, bouncing between the two because playing the card game didn't give me a whole lot of context and there's so much content in the card game, especially when you add in the expansion, that I couldn't remember every single enemy, every single boss. Um, but as I got more and more familiar with the game, or the the video game, which I like, I I got the platinum trophy. Like I have played a lot of Bloodborne. <laughs> I've got like 150 hours of Bloodborne, and that's also just this year. Um, as I've gotten more and more familiar with the game, every time that I bring out the card game, I'm like, oh, that guy, I hate those guys. Or, These guys are so easy in the game. Why is it so much harder here? You know, that sort of thing. Or um, it, they kind of enriched each other, but um, I would say that playing the video game enriched the card game more so than the other way because mostly just because there's so much content in the card game. It's hard to keep that straight as you're, playing a game and trying not to die all the time you die all the time <laughs> it I mean, has a, such a good theme a, already that yeah, it's like yeah it, we, we i'm sure when you play the video game it just further is like oh yeah that's oh yeah yeah well i mean the the video game has like this sweet blend of gothic horror with lovecraftian type of thing which comes through if you look at the monsters because all of the art in the card game is like screen grabs from the game i mean it's mm. all like one to one it is exactly as it is well even the, the, the little promo figure that's like the cover art right the guy yeah with the cover yeah, art. I think yeah. that's, that was the first yeah. thing i've ever painted it's it's so cool it's do you have any really extra cool minis left of those guy. yeah yeah so if you guys are looking for a, <laughs> if you guys are looking for a painted version let us know they, they're put, pretty cool looking russ yeah. will let russ which just enhances the theme even more that you're passing this guy around yeah. that's yeah all bloody and has this huge sword thing pretty sweet yeah. i got one more that i painted that i'll put on the market at some point you did one that was like assassin's creed assassin's style right? yeah. i was like that was sick and then I, had, I kept a normal one for myself yeah uh, the well, white really makes yeah. the blood get, pop get, what's get, funny is 
my my character in the video game i actually have like a white mostly white like nice. gear set so my guy is mostly so you go and hit a bad and guy well yeah then you just get covered <laughs> in blood that's, awesome. but, that's a good one uh i remember i got at the table with a bunch of uh friends that i started a gaming night with that typically aren't into games they they are now and now they look forward to the scheduled game night um and I pulled it out, and I we got playing. I was like, "This is a little darker than I remember too," because I didn't know what they were they were up yeah. for. But uh, yeah. and Definitely then the gameplay not- makes sense when you're used to it. But trying to explain it to people that aren't familiar with a lot of games was not yeah. difficult, but it was a little a little trickier. I mean, what when you're familiar with games, it, that game is is pretty simple. Right, you just yeah, yeah. set your cards down and you pull. I took I took a small selection of board games with me my first trip to California for a couple of weeks, and Bloodborne was like the one that kept getting played. Yeah. Once, you know, like because we were playing with a full table. Once my four coworkers kind of understood it, they were like, "Yeah, let's play it some more. Let's play. You want to play Bloodborne again tonight? Hey, let's play Bloodborne." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> dude, let's do it. Let's definitely play Bloodborne. This is awesome." And then it's another one that can bring salt to the table. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and more recently, it's uh, I've introduced my stepdaughter and my wife to it, and they're really enjoying it. Like I've yet to yeah. play that with someone who I mean, I've definitely seen. I didn't like. Uh, what I ended up getting this game. I didn't like yeah. where the market was. I didn't like how my, my starting rune didn't seem to help me, but I have yet to play with anyone who goes, you know, I just didn't really like that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that good. Anyone who I've played it with, they're like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty cool. There's well, like kind pretty, of a lot there. Pretty popular. I felt like when that expansion came out, I didn't think many people played the game. Right. And then the expansion came out and all of a sudden all these players were like almost i think almost all yeah almost all our like regular game stores that we go to and if you're russ you go to a lot of them had a a op night where they did the night for a bloodborne and all of them were like packed full yeah we went to one that they didn't even have enough stuff for it like yeah i think i don't know if they turned away a player but we were at like 12 players so they ordered more kits i think they're still planning on doing more but yeah that there's there was definitely a need for that expansion. I think it helped grow the game. It's yeah. that's an awesome game. Yeah, the the Bloodborne, uh, what's it called? The the Hunter's Nightmare expansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I picked up that game because the designer name that was on it. Yeah, so, Eric well, it was Simon and Eric Lang, so yeah. it was like a combination of yeah, things. It on had there. everything yeah. that Russ looks for in yeah. a game. I was but, originally <laughs> turned off from it because it was a themed game. And usually those are like, yeah. you know, because stay away from those. Have, have we noticed like recently IP games have kind of made a turnaround? They really have. In terms yeah. of just, yeah. you know, that it's, it's less of let's just slap a name on that. it. Which really gets you yeah. excited for that Metal Gear, right? Yeah, I'm oh, really yeah. excited for that. If Metal only Gear I could get coming? it signed by yes. Kojima. Oh. If I could get it signed by Kojima, yeah. I'd just so, probably die. But is there any other game so that kind of has that play style of Bloodborne where it's like you kind of put the cards down and it affects everybody and. I don't know, man. I mean, there's got to be something. There's but, bound to be something yeah. out there. But well, I can't think when I looked through the list of 2018 games on Board Game Geek, there was at least 50 pages of it. 
<laughs> so just there's quickly flip just, through just, 50 pages just, of games. So, so probably there's got to be something in those 50 pages that, that are similar insane. to it that, and that's just this year right yeah. that's kind of nuts so um moving on and for some reason continuing our theme of picking games that we did play through episodes of well uh, i mean we do play through yeah. episodes of games that we like, like we're not going yeah. to be like hey let's do a, an episode of this game that no one enjoyed <laughs> that, that wouldn't make sense yeah. i want to do one on Candyland now. okay <laughs> Yeah. April 1st. <laughs> so, yeah, continuing on that theme, my, my favorite game of 2018, this one, actually, the reason I picked it is because it caught me off guard. It came from a company that I did not expect to have a solid game come out of, and that is USAopoly. Like, so the game that I'm picking is Thanos Rising, and not, we, play, we played this before Infinity War came out, right, I believe? Maybe uh, it was after. I feel like time, was time, after. Time, time it was definitely after because we were making jokes about certain characters of, dying. Yeah, okay, yeah. In our game, yeah, I kind of feel like what, 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 what? Spoilers! It's on yes. Netflix, dude. Watch the it. second movie's <laughs> trailer's out. If you ain't yeah, seen kinda, the first one, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the second it's, one it's just hit Netflix over. recently. Yeah, or, or the first one. <laughs> but I feel like. I feel like that game came out right after. Yeah, the movie. It, it may I'm have. Sure. It was yeah. really it was close. Right, it was right it was, around, which was probably on purpose. Yeah. It was yeah. a really well timed release. Yeah, which not so every it, company it, does. it totally caught me yeah. surprised because one is from USA Opoly. I'm like, well, they just put Opoly behind anything and make a Monopoly game out of it. So that surprised me. They built a game that wasn't like that. And the second was, I was like, it's an IP game. This can't be good, right? But when we played it, it's got a, a cooperative dice chucker. Well, and the. I don't want to say this too harsh. The components looked kind of cheesy. Mine looks and the, art. the component, the one component, really. Yeah, well, the well, dice well, the art nice, too. The card like the right. shots look like it, they like came from the movie. You're like, that's kind but of they work well. Usually, it's drawing. They, they, they work well, but that's... still, you see that and it's like, this is you, definitely you kind of look one, at it and, so and you're like, you this away. was a cash grab. Yeah, to cash in on the movie. Oh, they're so lazy. They just had to get screenshots and but it wasn't like we cracked it open, we played it, and we're like. This is actually a solid cooperative yeah. gateway board game. Like yeah. I, I, I loved it, and everything about it seemed natural. Like you know, we were joking about characters disappearing. So I have no idea if USAopoly knew that was going to happen in the movie or not. They probably didn't, right? Because they had to develop the game before it. Yeah, but somehow that kind of fit in with the theme, and that just drew me even more into it. And like, there's not a lot about that game that I don't like. I mean. My only negative was like it only could play four players, but then you get in the Thor expansion, and then you can play five players, so we could get it to the table more. I've actually yeah. seen recently. There's more. Yeah, there's more of those, and I, I want to get my hands have. on them. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a good solid choice, and I will say that another game of theirs that kind of hit me off guard that same way is the Harry Potter one. That's not going to be one of my top games, so I wanted to throw that. I have, but I haven't seen anybody who's played it that's a Harry Potter fan not like it. Oh, like, that game is awesome. It seems to be. It a, seems I mean, because you played it too, right? Yeah, yeah. I love it. My family. But, it's the battle for Hogwarts yeah. game or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting when we though. went to Origins and went to the USA op. Like we almost didn't. Go I was there. dragging my feet. And, like you had to drag me to that booth. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, let's just go talk to him. Seriously, one of one of the best booths that I think we stopped by. They were super nice. They told us about kind of the background of some of the things, and we kind of told them it's like, yeah, we we really didn't want to stop because. You know, Opoly. Opoly is kind of <laughs> put you in a certain place, and we're thinking you're not that type of game company, but you're kind of yeah, moving into it. And two perfect examples of how they're they're, they're reaching out of their normal. Oh yeah, you know, between they uh, seem to be one of the companies that's making good IP games. Yeah. Between so, Thanos yeah. and 
and uh, Battle for Hogwarts, it's definitely, I get excited when some of their games come out. There's two more uh, that that I think are both of theirs. There's a Deadpool sure. game that we've been, that I, I haven't been able that to get yet. to the table no, that I, I want to. We've been, we've been meaning to play that <laughs> one as well. The, the new Harry Potter one, or not Harry Potter, the new Magic Fantastic Beast one, I'd like to get to the table. Mm-hmm. And then but, I know they have a Kickstarter one. I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now. They have now. a that's, Kickstarter? That's coming right now because it was a Project Raygun, right? That They did the Kickstarter this year or last year in 2018, but it should be delivered in 2019. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I backed it. Yeah. But definitely Thanos kind of opened up my confidence in that company. I think it's a great game. I think it's fun. I think it's simple. Yeah. It's yeah. simple. It, that yeah. one's been a hit with the kids yeah. for sure. And, and like, it's just... It's, it's, it's also cool. interesting because it has pre- a pretty decent like production quality, but it's not an expensive game. You know, like yeah. you look at the pieces yeah. and you're like, oh, they got these cool gems, these cool dice. Yeah. But it's very inexpensive game to buy, especially if you're buying it on sale. You can get it for like twenty dollars or maybe even less. Yeah. So the, it, the Thanos isn't great looking. But, but if you're a painter, get the one the one we use cool. is Yeah, I know. The one, the one I have looks amazing. I don't the, know. The other nice thing is is um you can get it at like Target. Yeah. And so it's one of those gateway games where casual gamers might grab it and play mm-hmm. and be like, oh, this is cool. And then they'll be open to other games. Yeah, similar. really. Kind of, I it's can a good gateway that game. game you can get in gateway people, places. Like opening up people's mind to the hobby. Yeah, because yeah, 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 for sure. And like, unlike totally on accident, too. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing it in the board game section at Target, which Target has gotten a lot better. But I mean, it being at Target, Walmart, next to things like sorry and monopoly and battleship someone going hey an avengers game my kid loves the avengers here take this and shut up like getting giving it a chance and being like hey wow there's actually a a game here like it's got some depth to it there's some decisions to make it's interesting it's got some cool mechanics like there's a lot going for it yeah and i I like how it actually minimizes downtime too especially when you're kind of banking on the extra symbols and stuff it forces you to still pay attention so you can be like hey I can give you this right now so we can take care of this now instead of just like staring at your phone for the next 20 minutes until the turn comes around. All right, Zach, are you going to continue our trend of picking games that we have featured on the show? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, for me, well, it kind of came down to a couple. Um, I wanted to. Of course, we picked the indecisive guys to go last. I know, right? (laughs) And, and, And I was thinking, so. My favorite game of 2018 board game was uh, Western Legends, which we did feature. However, the one that was kind of creeping up on it that I kind of wanted to talk about was Keyforge. But considering Western Legends is a little more of a board game than just a, a like you traditional, know I mean? board, yeah, traditional game, board, board game, I thought rather I thought than that probably edges game. Yeah, it so edges traditional it out like a Monopoly because that I mean. Not that traditional. I mean, if we're going to do Monopoly, we better do Candyland as an episode. Classical, not traditional. I thought 2014 would be classics. That's that's retro. Okay. (laughs) So my favorite thing about Western Legends, the reason why it it was one of my favorites, is um, the sandbox approach to it. I mean, I really love the theme. I love the... um, the artwork and the different characters because they go off of historical people and things like that. But just the the gameplay of the the sandboxes it was really new to me, and I think they just did a super super good job. Was that your that. first sandbox game that you played? Yep. Well, it, um, we played. I think the closest was probably Fallout, 
that we played before. Yeah, it's sort of that's sort of yeah, sandboxy, I, but I haven't less played, so. I haven't played Western Legends, but the closest thing to a sandbox I could think of is either Fallout or Discover on uh, Lands Unknown. Yeah, I, I, have I haven't played. tried that's that another one yet. game that I really like that I know doesn't get a lot of love. Was that? Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go hate. back to some honorable mentions because I know there's yeah. a couple of games that we want to give honorable mentions to. Yeah, too. for sure. Um, and the other cool thing about Western Legends is they they've also announced that I think in a month or two they will be kickstarting another expansion. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to get it right. One of the best things is we played it the first time without the expansions. You we're like, expansions. oh, it just needs expansions, so we played it again. We're like, that was cool, but I still want more expansions. Right? More we're like items. train robbery, and I think yeah, they said they're uh-huh. adding in a train. So it's just going to get better, I think. Yeah. The Kickstarter that has those boxes, we're like, that's not how they're going to sell the expansions. They do. That's how they sell the expansions. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a container boxes. to hold a lot of the Kickstarter stuff. Do they send stuff. them to the stores and make them assemble them and put them in the boxes know. themselves? It makes me really want to um, get cool components for the games, like make... Make I know, real, yeah. Make oh, yeah. real things and stuff. I told you guys every time. The, and stuff. We could make those cliffs. I know, wouldn't that easy. be so awesome? Well, I've seen so many things on Board Game Geek and, and Facebook and people, oh, they make some really cool yeah. stuff. And I was telling yeah. you guys, like, guys, I kind of want to learn how to leather work just to make these player mats into, like, actual mm-hmm. leather pockets <laughs> and stuff. Because instead of boards, you, like, you have to roll them out every, every game. And then and you can slide the cards in and stuff, yeah. Like how cool would that be? <laughs> With the Kickstarter, they've they've kind of teased a few add-ons of maybe doing like I've seen people make poker chips for the little cattle stuff, um, and and then different tokens for for uh, the damage and things right, like that. Yeah. And Are they just gonna... so many different things you could do? With yeah. the... Are they going to add to the general store? Because I like yeah, I, I imagine they need what... to expand. Yeah, I think the, for sure the board because it is. Well, they were talking about a plane It's sandboxy, but like. It, it's it it's kind small, of a small board. And it, feels like it, needs, it, yeah. it feels like it needs. It feels like it needs to be bigger, be bigger with more options of places yeah. to go. Because yeah. um, like one of the things that you do is you chase down the wanted people and try to arrest them. No, Russ chases but down the wanted the board, people. He uh, never wants to go to the dark side. In the game. It feels down. like the board isn't big <laughs> enough to really get the feel of that. Like posse chasing down the outlaws through the desert you know I don't for know days why and days. i struggle trying to be the outlaw in that game it always sounds cool and then i, I start and i'm like Russ has a hard time be being an outlaw guy. and what i do is as soon as i get a fast horse i go and rob <laughs> the go. bank yeah. <laughs> and i'm like get the money and run no no you get the money you deposit your money then you run <laughs> no you don't deposit the money you you deposit the 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 gold nuggets. That's you what you do. Yeah, you go there you yeah. rob it then you deposit the gold nuggets into your account and then you leave that makes no sense. <laughs> well, you don't that, want to leave it that handy, one time right? and Russ was like, you can't make a deposit after robbing the bank. <laughs> I'm going to take your money. I thought you make a deposit. So money. <laughs> well, I'm here. Uh, is, is, that Denver, is that a robbery or just it's the just guy efficiency, the counter man. Say, it's just we're just exchanging. Yeah. <laughs> you put a mask on, after, right? Yeah. So they think you're someone else. Yeah. yeah. No, you, know, you just put glasses on and you're a different person. That's yeah. how it works, Little right? Little maybe? Yep. Just, yep. That's, that's all or you got to do. a cowboy hat. The expansions are definitely needed for that one just because it's the sandbox and you're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to have this. I want to buy this. I want to do this. I really yeah. want to try this game. Like hearing yeah. you guys talk about it right now, it sounds Really similar to hearing people talk about Red Dead Redemption. Oh. <laughs> it's like, no, it's funny oh, because it, you, it makes you want to go play Red Dead. I, I got with the, the games at the same time. I got the, the games in, so yeah. like just the theme. With so the one thematic. exception so he being that he says the board's too small, the, the, the map on Red Dead Redemption is huge. Yeah. So like it sounds <laughs> so like literally a world. What yeah. you do is you start downloading 
Red Dead. <laughs> play. Let the updates go. Play three play. games and of Western play Legends. Two or three games, and then by the time you're done, it'll be all uploaded and ready to go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So Russ, he's been holding back on us and letting us know because he's like, I have a couple options, and I'll decide right when we record. No, so, see, so uh, I run into he's a. Out, oh, he's well, no, because it's bringing out. It's, it's what was it called again? It's a. I picked something. It's a newer game. I haven't played a lot, but it's. When uh, did it come out? Do you know? This this year. That's why. Yeah. So most 2019 of games, already. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 2018. The problem that I have is that most of the games that I buy, I don't want to say I'm a cheapo, but I'm kind He's of a, a cheapo. Frugal, so I'm always I mean, not to my extent or I'm, yours. I'm usually but, hitting stuff. But we influence that, that buying is on oh, sale or clearance. I don't buy a lot of stuff that's. If you if you looked if, if you I looked at Russ's like purchase history and how much money he spends on board games you would say he's not a frugal person but when it comes to <laughs> buying board games he's got to get that five or ten dollars off if yeah. it's going to be yeah. worthwhile I, I think that like probably the most frugal and then you and then it depends on the week for the three of us <laughs> like, right. it depends on how depends many on sales, sales are going although, although jared yeah. when he gets a game he's he doesn't care paying full price he only buys the ones he absolutely loves yeah see so, and that's so that's not very frugal but so with he doesn't buy su- as many. i guess it's super deliberate without I, kickstarters being delivered yeah. and stuff i think it's hard the type of plays that i get in with new games i don't get a lot in because i I, unless something's on sale or a good deal, I'm not going to go buy a game because it sounds cool. Out Is he delaying the name on purpose? No, Probably. no, I'm not delaying. Probably. It's been like five minutes yeah. now. We're st- no, I'm just saying I didn't, I didn't pick something. <laughs> so shopping for board games list. is your board game so of 2018. Picked, no, I picked Roar, King of the Pride. Does that have Katy Perry in it anywhere? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe did listen to it while we played it. <laughs> so this is... Who, uh, who, made, who made that game? IDW, and the designer was Daryl Andrews and Erica... Boyoris, oh, this is going to be fun. Give it to Jared, but that's why. <laughs> that's why I pulled that up so I can get the designers. He really wants, but it's an IDW it. game. They do good with. Uh, They're hit and miss. That's yeah. the interesting part. But I, I've told so, these guys this too. I swear, whoever ha- is in the IP department for IDW had the exact same childhood as me. Because yeah. every single IP they own is like something like I love that as a kid, and I want to meet this guy someday. I just want to meet the guy who this gets is the IPs. IP, right? <laughs> no, this is just no. So this yeah. is a well. Going back lions. to your on sale thing, like this isn't offered in a lot of places, right? No, um, I've never seen this game at a board game store. That I've, I've never been to heard in or seen of it. No, it was be- uh, before he brought it. I out. knew I wanted it. It had been on my list, so... Where did you hear about it? Uh, the internet. Yeah. Just internet. someone posted, and you're like... <laughs> you know, because I'm always... I've, heard, I've seen a couple of, like, things. Facebook posts and stuff where people the talked about really it. really caught my eye, and then the the theme. I like themes. Mm-hmm. I like a little what different themes. It? Like I've never played so, it. I, so I, it, I don't it's, know. It's, so it's a territory. You have Africa. You have Prides of Lions. So you would be a, a Pride of Lions, and it's territory control. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's territory control meets maybe ticket to ride. That's going to turn a lot of yeah. people off saying that, but it's uh, mm, sounds weird. But because there, there's there are missions, mi- yeah, there's missions. So like goals, yeah. little like goal go cards. into Zimbabwe. When you go into Zimbabwe, you complete this task. Well, I mean, so. some versions of Risk have that too. I would not right. compare them to see t- yeah. ticket to ride. So, yeah. um, but it has a ticket to ride feel because you have these goal cards because you can and discard you have to them. take an yeah. action to draw them, and then you go accomplish those goals rather than building a train. 
you have to go hit certain lines. I you say have to go that kill other people's lines. And most ha- of them are go to these places. And I say that hesitantly because I don't like Ticket to Ride. So I don't know that any of us here at the table do. You like, like Zug? Oh, I like Zach it. Does. So, but you like Zug? It's very Zug. entry level. Zug him, Zug. So anyway, like version it right. counts everything for you. Yeah. You have years. It's just interesting the way it works where humans interact. Like someone will put a hut there. If you have lions there, your lions get pushed out. Do you actually like kill the other players' lions? No, they just no, which disappear. is kind of strange because that's well, why it's no, so ish, what, area control ish. You're not. What actually happens is though, if you roar you louder them. than like if you have more power than your like your lion, you physically I came roar up and I roar, then. I your lioness turns into my lioness. Oh, and then I can take over territory by pushing you out, but it doesn't kill your lions. Unless they but what out. happens is you have to have enough food to feed your lions, and if you don't have enough food to feed your lions, then they will die. So there is that aspect to it. If you if you push someone out, they might just push out, go to another uh, part of Africa, but they might starve, so they're going to lose them. Right. So there is that kind of. It's a little bit different, and I think that's why I like it. It's just, I will say that there's the um, placing humans, yeah, placing the human huts. Yeah, placing the humans can be really salt-inducing. Like you can, yeah, like totally yeah, ruin someone because <laughs> each you guys turn, are first. So if it's my first, if I'm first, then Zach would place the humans, and he would put a hut right wherever he wants so if i have this awesome part of africa he can be like nope humans are there and my life it's very disruptive oh. like you can really have you played dis- it yes yeah and then so it, it disrupts me everything you're the only ones who haven't played it <laughs> have you played this yeah what and, did you guys all play it together yeah yeah and then you're gone <laughs> you didn't bother to tell us that you played it together <laughs> well that's yeah, why i'm secret. confused it's oh. a big secret They're yeah we played it with ben too if we, you and then, oh right yeah. oh, okay i see and the continent's not very big it's Africa. It's huge. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> actually a map of Africa. Yes. So you have lions living in like the Sahara Desert in the north of they're Africa. Countries. Yeah. They're based on the countries. Yeah, they're based on countries. countries. But it plays up to six. So we're six talking would be like pretty hectic, though. Lots of conflict, which is kind of sounds cool. like it could be fun. So <laughs> the so you have to breed, which I also like. I know some people Who don't doesn't? like it because you you have to. <laughs> So the kids the bad, ask your parents. <laughs> parents, I'm the, sorry. The bad part of this is you have to roll the dice, so there's some randomness there. Then you take cubs, and your cubs, you don't know what um, gender they are, so you would after flip they, them over after they <laughs> age, like, after they after they age, when they're so born when they're born you literally when they're born they the just go and there and are. then one round they'll age they'll flip over you see what gender they are then the next round they turn into lionesses or lions so you can get in trouble because you don't have enough lionesses because the lionesses or lions and then somebody goes or, and kills your last lion yeah. that you have so don't look at me it, it was kind of interesting because what i ran into is i was in an area that just didn't have a lot of food food so i was so like, how is the oh, food I, is the food determined like by the country yeah the country tell you how much food number on it yeah. and if you don't okay. have a lioness there then you don't actually hunt yeah, I was, there. I was sitting there kind of wondering, like, where where's the food coming from? Because that's been yeah. brought up a couple of times. All so right. it's just kind of... Does it have, so does it different. have, like, every country in Africa? Like, yeah. It's, so there's this big map that's broken up into a bunch of little yeah. tiny areas? Yeah. It's pretty. 
Right on. Do, do the lines change as you know, the nonstop wars in Africa change those lines? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, pretty that'd be great for a digital version. <laughs> New map pack. You just yeah. put some stickers on, redraw it's, this area. It's pretty awesome because you're you want to get your um, power up. You have to sacrifice your lions, but you can only have a certain amount of lions on the board based on what your herd is or your pride. So if you sacrifice them to make them stronger for war, then you aren't going to have them on the map. So it's it's hey, kind of interesting. Which sucks Sounds when like you don't. There's a lot going yeah, on. There's a lot. It's, it's pretty it's, simple, yeah. but it, the strategy I like. I was it was a little different than I was expecting as far as the like territory control part of it goes because it's not like you. I was thinking you would go in and and kill, but you really don't. You kind of push them out, but that pushing them out can kill them because it can starve them. And you can, I really liked going in and, you know, roaring. And then instead of me having to go through the whole birth process of three, three years to have a lion, I could just roar and I could turn your lion into my lion. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of it, right. the thematics for it is kind of so, works into that. And too. then, and then you, man, it's, it is different, I guess, yep. especially explaining it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So before we go into kind of our, games that not necessarily came out in 2018 but we got to the to the table in 2018 a couple honorable mentions you've heard us mention it before Keyforge by uh richard garfield right richard garfield i always want to say a different golf the cat like, garfield do they do anything no i want to say like <laughs> fantasy uh, flights they're they've done a couple things in the past yeah. if you're a magic player I've you might not them. like this game <laughs> but if you're a player um kind of more of like the lcg type this may be, be a little bit more up your alley but it is definitely a battling card game with no deck building and every deck is yeah. unique to itself so love but the it. battling is i love that the hardest thing that is going purpose. to an event and picking which deck you're gonna take you know that's why some of us have like we just ran one deck i mean we we used to play dice masters and how many hours would we spend brewing teams and putting many them together hours. before an event yeah. like most in a week the, we spent most of the hours doing well, it was yeah. even it was ridiculous and now it's just like yeah. i've got these I'll just five go with decks i'm gonna take this one and that one jared how do you only have five this guy who said he was only gonna buy like three has like 20 now because I know how to. Because <laughs> I don't have a job, and and it's even great for casual. So if you're one of those people, it's like oh, I want to get into something like magic, but casual, like grab yeah, four I, decks yeah. and I mean, mix honestly, it up and I, just grab a friend and just play. An yeah. argument could easily be made that it's better in a casual setting yeah. because oh, of yeah. how swingy and totally like off balance the game can be, and you don't have to spend as much money to oh, be yeah. competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Or as much time. I mean, you probably have to spend time to be competitive for events. But for casual, like it as much because it doesn't. You don't have that control over a lot of stuff. I I think the decks are very rock paper scissor. Like sometimes, but I have control of my cards, right? Like because the number one thing is how you play the game. That that's going to give you the biggest yeah. advantage. Yeah. It's not he, about he's, building he's, a deck. It's about picking the right house at the Number right time two, and choosing which cards of that drawing, house you want to play. Which and I have no control over later. anyway. Uh, Number yeah. one, is I think how some you play. decks just aren't going to be other decks. Pretty sure that Russ yeah. is convinced that the big thing is buying packs. That's the most important part of the that's game. That's a fun part of it. You know that's why I like it. It is so fun though to open it up, see the new names, see the houses. Yeah, this is look at what rare cards are in there. a few times where I'll get messages from Russ. Like, I hope this store sold out of packs. Yeah, like because he knows he'll buy them. I'm glad they're sold out. Yeah, and then I know another game that actually we're going to mention is actually in this kind of unique 
what is it? The unique game system is what Vanquish yeah, Flight's called? Yeah, their other unique yeah, game is Discover. Discover. We, I've only played it once, but I so want to play it again. It's yeah, gotten a lot of flack on online. So I haven't played hate, it. And I don't, but... like, I kind of get it. I mean, I feel like where the, it it's kind of billed as, like, a story game with a strong narrative. And I really feel like the narrative comes out uh, with the group between yeah. the lines of the text. the The narrative of our game when we played was much more what myself, Kevin, Russ, and uh, Russ's son Micah were doing more than what the cards were saying. Yeah, it was so it's really... sort of like where you fill in the narrative from the mechanics yeah. that happen in the game. Western Legends is a lot that way. So too. it that. to me it's, feels yeah. a lot like fallout for me like a step better than fallout yeah right? i felt yeah. like it was it did a lot of the things that fallout did but better and i mean there's a few things that fallout does that are really cool but that that kind of yeah. ties back yeah. to the ip right where if you were to take away the fallout ip i really think that uh discover lands unknown is the strictly better game so what's what's unique it's it's this unique board so, game, but so, what's the, so the components and how they all there's, come together? There's a total of what is it, like six or seven different terrain types. Yeah. Each box comes with two, so you've got two different terrain types, and then there's um, there's items and and events and all kinds. There's a, I mean, honestly, there's a stack of cards about this tall yeah. in the game, and and sometimes you I get yeah, yeah, sometimes I don't you know get what them. The total yeah. number of different possible cards is in the game, but I mean, it's got to be like a thousand plus and you get maybe 200 yeah so how different is the gameplay if i bought two versions two copies gameplay or yeah. game store i think so the, the game so the, the gameplay the game play is, would be the same but the story from, would be changed from what i understand and i haven't i've only played the ones with them i actually have two copies because i was able to get one for pretty cheap <laughs> to to kind of do the compare and contrast and see what's different um but from what I understand, the framework of you are in a place, you don't completely know how you got there, you're trying to survive and, and figure out your circumstances, that is the framework. Um, and the experience when, will change well, based from, on your box. From what I understand, it could be like you could take that same framework and you are um, washed up on a desert island mm. and you don't quite understand the circumstances there ours felt very hunger gamesy mm-hmm. um and but you have a day phase then you have yeah. a night phase you have to survive the night you have to have enough food or you'll starve mm-hmm. so it has that survival kind of it's feel very to it as well. it, kind of if like you lost. if you ever played the uh there there was a i know it was on, i played it on playstation i think it was bigger on pc but the game don't starve mm-hmm. yes yeah. it's, it's it reminds me of that. If there was a one video game allegory, I would say it's a lot like Don't Starve. Mm, I, lo- I just love this idea of unique stuff. I think so, they, 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 they've really got something mm-hmm. going on. At I, I thought it was like, they, could, they could do this with so a lot of different things. I think things. that the biggest thing that they did that they, they did wrong is letting it be viewed as such a narrative-heavy game. It's a story game, but it is not a narrative game. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's where a lot of the um, negative the, feedback, is the, from. the missed expectations are coming from because it's random. So, I mean, where me and you may have even the same uh, like framework of a story, we, we both might be playing a like Hunger Games-y type of scenario. The events that happen in it are still going to be probably different. 
And there's only so detailed of a story that you can tell with the disjointed nature of it being unique. Yeah, without right. rewriting you couldn't, you couldn't the whole write yeah. 10,000 like, stories yeah. and then yeah. pack exactly. them up in boxes so, and send so them out. So you've got to have these chunks that are you can only make vaguely, it so unique. That are vaguely interlocking, but I really feel like the story is between the pieces that are provided. And yeah. I like that. I I think that we've got a good group for filling in those stories. Yeah. And I think and, they can learn from their experience and and yeah. use different IPs and different. Yeah, different I really hope that the yeah. the negative, the generally like nearly universally negative response to it doesn't discourage them from doing it because uh, I think there's a lot of potential for. Well, them I think they've gotten so system. much good feedback from KeyForge and and then all this negative feedback. They even, can probably look at both. I think they're two different pieces. Those, man. So, I mean, yeah. that's like yeah. that's like comparing um, you know Magic the Gathering to. Um, I'm just know, just, just mainly because like, it's the same company. Yeah, yeah. but I mean yeah. they're, they're they're so vastly different. I mean, yeah. KeyForge is a competitive card game, and Discover Lands Unknown is a board game. I mean, just those two differences yeah. make it. Harder but not to, to go too off topic, but I think they could take the approach of the uniqueness of KeyForge and apply it to board games. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then and also that's what they're trying. That's what, what they're trying to do, with right? Discovered. With this, I mean, yeah. like I will tell you, one of my favorite things. Of our playthrough through it is I literally died the night before the game ended, yeah. And all of us like, yeah, that's about something Kevin would do. Like, you can't yeah. script that. Like, that <laughs> has to be from the yeah. group. It, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It felt really, it felt really good. Yep. But right. I think that a lot of it is we've got a good group for yeah. it. Yeah. So. All right. So now, um, I don't know how much time we have left. So let's kind of go in through the games that we managed to get to the table in 2018 that we we're we're glad to. Um, I'll go first because mine is a pretty easy one. You guys can guess because I remember buying it and sitting on my shelf forever. Jared already had played it before, and that is Lords of Vegas. Oh, um, yeah. And then I got a little more panic, too, when I heard that, um, was it Mayfair? Mayfair Games was shutting down. I'm like, oh, crap. Now I got to go get the expansion as fast as I can. Right. Um, and then we got the expansion for that. And that, in 2018, is one of my most favorite which is weird because if you guys are listening at home i roll terribly <laughs> me picking both my games is, it's like all my picks are dice rolling it's, game. it's, it's yeah. even more it's even more surprising because i don't care about the theme one bit like las vegas gambling theme i don't like that theme at all but you, s- you sit down and you play lords of vegas and all of a sudden you're like oh man this game's awesome so That's that right fun. there is just shows you how solid and good of a game it really yeah, is. Yeah, and if you guys aren't familiar with it, because it's an older game, I think it came out in the early 2000s was the first printing. Um, I don't know, maybe. And so what, what you're doing is you're looking to build the Las Vegas Strip, um, and the way you do that is you roll some dice and um, you're or you're, you're actually trying to build them, but each slot has kind of a dice value to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you use dice for that, but what happens is you can start joining lots together, even with other players, and then you guys can pay pay to re-roll all the dice yeah, so and that's there's like the... there's like six different colors of casinos and you you buy like little lots on each of the city blocks and the lots you get are random it's vegas man everything is chance in this game there's <laughs> nothing that's not chance and so you i think that would be the only downside if players didn't like this would be the, the yeah randomness yeah and the chance. Exactly. yeah so you don't like randomness zach how did you I, feel about it i liked the game but i don't like randomness so that's why it's probably not one of my favorite games but i actually enjoyed it it's a lot of fun but i i had to just like go back and be like 
There's randomness. <laughs> I can't be competitive. Yeah. What happens, happens. And, and I played that way. And, and, and it I is think true. I did there's well. there's a lot of fun. randomness in it, but there's a lot of strategy yeah, in it yeah. too. Like so so like I was saying, you, you get a block and you can build a casino on there, and there's six different colors of casinos. So if I build the gold casino here and my die value, and that is a three, and somebody has a lot that has a die value of five and they build a gold casino, they take over my casino. And so you have to pay to re-roll the dice, and you have to re-roll higher than the other person to get control of your casino back. So there's strategy in taking other people's casinos. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. strategy. And there's, yeah. there's a when lot of, to roll. Doing, yeah, there's do a lot of trading things. and stuff. So there was actually a game I played. My rolls were so bad. I had nothing but ones in every, on every die in every casino I owned. And so I would never get enough money to be able to re-roll any of those casinos. So basically what I did was I turned to my buddy who had stake in that casino and i was like you give me that casino over there and you can have all of these dice and he made the deal and i i didn't come back and win it but i wasn't in dead last the way i was going to game we played yeah it was like this is another one that i've never played it's 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 a ton of fun (laughs) he was rolling epically bad it was funny yeah one of the best that was very entertaining yeah one of the best parts (laughs) though is like you'll have like a casino that's like six die and like your opponent has like five of them and you only have one you pay to re-roll it and then your opponent gets all one, and you get like Or you've got six. a casino yeah, yeah. where somebody's got three, two people have two, and one person has one, and you all re-roll, and the guy with one ends up gets taking it. control of the casino, and you're like, yeah! And then it pays out the next turn, you get like nine points from having one die in that casino. It's, it's, it's a yeah. rush. And when you get toward to the last part of the game, where you're sitting there, and you're like, all right, I'm going to pay, and we're going to re-roll all these dice, and it's just... There's there's a huge like rush that <laughs> yeah. you get when you're rolling the dice and wanting to to win that casino. So it's yep, and highly recommend to play with poker chips. It's a the paper money. It's awesome. Yes. All right, Jared. So what was your favorite game to bring to the table in 2018? So my favorite game, I actually have it right here. I don't I don't think any of you guys have ever played this game before. I know Zach has expressed an interest in playing it, but that is Viticulture. Oh yeah. Tuscany with the Tuscany. Look at him one-upping us by actually pulling out the game. That's right. That's just, that's I, I right. can pull I can mine do, out. Yeah, <laughs> I can do that. About. Yeah, I can do that. I love Viticulture, but I you have to play it with the expansion because it just adds. It it adds basically twelve or some modular expansions into it, so you can pull them out or put them in however you want. Except for two of them, like you can make like tomato paste and olive oil, or you can choose to make cheese. And so, but basically what, what, what Tuscany and viticulture is, is you're basically a winemaker in Italy and you have to grow grapes, pick them, crush them into wine, let your wines age and then sell them. And every time you sell them, you get points. And so it's the first person to get to 25 points will trigger the end of the game. And it seems like a really stupid and boring theme. I know. I'm like, that's a not your. It comes like it comes across. It totally like right. And that's the thing is like, I've come to the realization that the theme isn't really so important to me as much as the immersive feel of the game. And you really do it, it get the feel. What the theme is, so like, much as how it comes across. Yeah, exactly. You, you felt and like you took off your shoes and really started smashing the grapes. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you, you sit there and you're like, oh, okay. And it's a worker placement, and so there's a lot of. What messing you, up? You, you're like terrible at worker placement. I am too. terrible That's at like... it, and I'm not necessarily good at this game, but I still like <laughs> playing it. But it's a worker placement where there's a lot of messing with other people. You know, there's a lot of there's tons of different ways to get points and to win, which I love about the game. You know, you can spend your whole time like I played it over Christmas, and I had a brother. He spent the whole time just making cheese, 
He didn't plant a single grapevine the whole game. And like, this the game, man. You're supposed to plant grapes and pick them. And he just, he just made cheese and then he bought grapes, <laughs> crushed them into wine and sold like a bottle of wine with some cheese for a bunch of points. And he ended up getting like a close third place. He got like 26 points and it was like 28 who won the game. And so there's all kinds of different strategies you can take to the game. The expansion has these little unique workers so instead of getting a regular worker like when you train a worker to get a new one they have unique ones that have all kinds of different abilities and every turn every time you play with those you play with two of them and there's like 12 in there so it's a different game every time there's tons of cards that change it up it's just a blast yeah i keep my eye on this one in the market yeah, the secondary market for sure because so, it's a and it plays six, which it. is awesome because so, we have to, like we gotta have our group is always a, a six. So, All right, so get that. So I want there. that. I want you to get the little. It Etsy. makes me hungry. That's a problem. It's like man, I want some cheese. I want you to get the little <laughs> things I've seen on Etsy that are little teeny wine bottles and like all these little things for that game. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sure people. Yeah. people do all. Was kinds it Stonemeier that makes that? Yeah, yeah. Which is good quality products. Like they do components and stuff too. Yeah, and this is a Kickstarter version with the nice metal coins and stuff. So and that's that's one thought we've been thinking of bring into the show guys if you guys want to hear about how to pimp out your games let us know and we may add a segment to a future show about Let's that all right ken what was your favorite game you got to the table or to the truck um, dashboard or wherever <clears> yeah <laughs> wherever <laughs> I play, just, just threw it down on the sidewalk um like i said before I, I played you know a lot of i did pretty good a lot of playing in the, like the first half of the year and obviously those were a lot of older games um Ultimately, though, I think that probably my favorite one that hit the table was the base game for the Bloodborne card game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, nah. I thought Zach was going to pull something like this out, but not you, but okay. No, um, honestly, my, my favorite game from, from before 2018 that I played this year was a game that I bought, my, bought for myself for my birthday. It was uh, Cthulhu Wars. Oh, that, yes. I love Cthulhu Wars. I it haven't is, played that one. How do you feel about that, Zach? Is, such a <laughs> fun game it's got the the asymmetry um you're rolling a ton of dice it plays really fast for feeling like a big epic um thing it's got giant miniatures <laughs> like, it was so much different it's, when i first played it at salt yeah. than i imagined it would be yeah. and was that because of the sleep depravity because that was the night you only had no, like two I hours just of don't sleep know if what i expected <laughs> i thought yeah. it was just risk with giant monsters that stepped all over the little guys that's what it. That's what it looks yeah. like when you look at the board. You're like, there's, there's how on so earth does the guy with the giant Cthulhu lose? He's got a giant Cthulhu. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really close to as asymmetric as something like Root. I mean, it's right there. It's similar to like Chaos in the Old World. Um, it's kind of a monument to excess in the hobby because it's like, <laughs> like a two hundred a two hundred dollar. Price tag and the miniatures are really big, which for now a lot of other they're big of, for now. Yeah. That's this year. <laughs> well, this this past year in in 2018, it seems like there was a lot more of the big miniatures coming out, and I honestly credit some of that to the success of Cthulhu Wars. I mean, they've done three very successful Kickstarters now. Um, I really want to get the expansions. I want to get the six to eight player maps. I want to get um, more of the playable factions because the base game comes with four 
And I want to say that now there's another five that you can get with the third Kickstarter. They that they, they added another one. There was another four, and I believe there's another, a fifth one now. Um, this game again with the with the the monument to excess that it is. There's, I mean, you could spend literally like a thousand plus dollars on official products to upgrade this game. There's, um, there's different unique dice that you can get. You can get uh, dice that are color coded for each faction, which they're they're just d sixes. All you need is, I mean, you. Can, I've, but they're I've not bought, the official d sixes. Yeah. This is how Zach and See, I think. They're the official d sixes. I've bought a couple things of like the little chess x d six things that have like thirty of them in there or whatever it is, and they work just fine. They're similar to the size of the ones that come in the box, which the ones that come in the box are just black with white dots but if you get the fancy ones they've got like claw marks and they're color coded um you can get um <laughs> you, you ordering non- this right now Sound pretty cool. you can get you can get neutral factions where like um you can summon mo- like essentially the like azathoth i believe is one of them that's just sort of there and anyone whoever can reach the conditions to be able to summon him first gets him and then they're part of their faction in addition to their own monsters like there is so so much game and it can be huge and um i haven't like i said i haven't i only have the base game so i've only played with upwards of four people but it moves i mean that i would say quick playing game if you like games like chaos in the old world or more familiar ones like Blood Rage, this is up your alley. Same kind of, you know, little tracker to deal how much power and what you do mm-hmm. and put yeah. the guys out. I love Man, that the awesome. game, the base game comes with the rule book that includes all the expansion. Yep. Just a teaser, you know? It's like, it's like sticking yeah. a catalog in the game, like a so you can't separate it unless you were like tear the rule book in half. Yeah. But it's like it's like. Hey, check out this faction over here. You don't have book. this. Is how it's it. A yeah, oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's like <laughs> that thick. It's like a D and D dungeon master's handbook or something. And like it's that. really high quality, full yeah. color, everything throughout. And I love like on the one hand, it's like, oh man, I really want that faction. That one sounds like it'd be really cool because it gives you a little overview of how it plays and all of that stuff, and shows you the monsters. Um, but one day, if they're ever available in stores, I fully intend to get those. Once they've once they've reprint them and, and get them out there again, um, I really and hope it'll they be have really a... nice to not. I mean, I've bought expansions for other games, and you always it's like, all right, well, I guess we'll we'll throw that book in there, and and this book, and this book, and it's like you end up with this stack of books that you open a box, and they just like books and pamphlets go everywhere. And with this, it's all in one book. It's all right there. That's all you need. And Pretty that's sure that really that cool. book alone costs more than some board games that <laughs> yeah. i own yeah. like you look at it's it is full part. color it looks like I, I do believe that you can also upgrade the book to a hardcover <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's a hardcover version available because that. seriously everything in the game is like there's an upgraded version so even with a with the 200 price tag of the base game almost every component in it there's an upgraded version 
And like, I mean, there's alternate sculpts for some of the monsters, and there's glow in the dark, great old ones, and it's just <laughs> bananas how much stuff there is. You I didn't even like the game, game when I wanted it. No, you just replace your normal lights with the uh, UV lights. Uh, uh, glow. That's how you well, do it. I'll this, tell you when you're going to play it in the dark is yeah. when you get the glow in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> shut out the lights and be like, yeah, there it is. I'm going to play a card. What card? I don't know. Let me hold it up to Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, are you going to pick Western Legends base game? If we're going <laughs> no. So uh, I was thinking of uh, one game. I, I was going to choose Blood Rage, but it, it seems so familiar, which is funny because I really didn't super yeah, that love surprises Cthulhu me that Wars. You, <laughs> you would pick it wasn't Rage. my favorite, but I really like Blood Rage. See, and I'm like the exact opposite. I did oh, really? not love Blood Rage. I found mm. it to be... Um, uh, it just fell flat with me, but I love. Cthulhu but Wars. I probably am going to choose one that you do like, because I swapped last minute, and I know <laughs> I know Russ won't choose it, so that's why I'm going to swap. Chaos uh, in the old world, <laughs> terraforming Mars. Ah, I think is one of my yeah. favorites. That one, that one yeah. was right that was there not for me. on my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all really enjoyed. Also, it. we've done a video of that too. Check that one out. And it's crazy yeah. to think that. Uh, so, what year was that published? Seventeen? Uh, was it last year? Sixteen or seventeen? I remember it was 16, really maybe? big when we went to Origins in 2016. Yeah, so it's probably, so probably 16, 2016. Maybe end of 15. Yeah. So you go to Origins <laughs> But But this year they've come out with a lot. How, how, uh, how many different expansions they come out no, with this year? Like, oh, I guess we did go in 2017, didn't we? Yeah, you went 17. We then went in 18 as well. I don't know. Time just blends yeah, in together. Maybe it was 2016, 2017. So for how much we like out. the game. Terraforming Mars came out in 16. Oh, 16. And then, all right. We may have played it in 17. That is like a classic. But, yeah, it's kind of a classic <laughs> now, right? It's so old, old in the board game vintage. world. Yeah. But I can't believe we haven't played yeah. any of the uh, expansions very much for how much... It's because I don't know. Kind of enjoy it. It, so. it is the game that asks yeah. to be upgraded, and, uh, though. Ken and I bought some cool little... It's another one of those ones that it's... The base game components are like, eh. There's but, not even an yeah. insert. Yeah, like like the little boards and stuff. <laughs> So, so we bought some things on Etsy for yeah. little player boards, and there's a lot of options to upgrade that. The difference between that and Cthulhu Wars being that with Cthulhu Wars, it's all official, and with Terraforming yeah. Mars, there's none of official, it is official, right? <laughs> which is crazy. But it just has a lot of, and, and the, the version we play is where we start by drafting, which is yeah. a big, a big draw for me because that's one of my favorite uh, mechanics. Board game yeah. Mechanics, yeah. And then the engine building I really like, and yeah. then a little bit of placement stuff. So it's kind of had has a little bit of all of my favorite mechanics. Yeah. The and thing the that I love just, about that is, pours out of it, which is, is awesome. drafting, engine building, all that are mechanics that Russ loves, but he doesn't yeah. love. <laughs> oh, that's, that's another one of my bonuses that Russ, like he, he, like he doesn't hate the game, but he doesn't like it either. And I feel like he's conflicted as he's playing it because he knows all of us like it. Yeah. So I enjoy yeah. watching it's, him struggle while playing it. It's a perfect example too. of sometimes <laughs> games have mechanics that you really, really like. And maybe you, maybe you like these three mechanics in particular, but if you put them into a game, it doesn't mean you're going to like the game. That's, that's yeah. Blood Rage for me. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing about Blood Rage that I look at it and I go, I don't like games that do that because really it's got a bunch of stuff that I like. But for whatever reason, Blood Rage just doesn't click with me. And Terraforming Wars absolutely does. <laughs> but, but also at the same time, and I think this happened to me with Cthulhu Wars, because I think I would like it if I played it a couple more times. Yeah. I had a poor experience the first time, 
It was my first asymmetrical experience. And you refused and to help everybody I didn't else. Yeah, you didn't help <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing okay, for most of it. someone says, Zach, you have to do this or Ken will win next no, turn. No, that, that was blood rage. <laughs> that, that was me. Wasn't uh, it? No. Was it that one? I just, I don't know. I didn't grasp, but now that I've played other games like that, I think I would be more prone to like it yeah, yeah. And, and 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 i'm not saying that's why you don't like terraforming mars but sometimes i don't worry about winning you know as I mean? much as you so, with terraforming yeah. mars yeah i just i don't know yeah. why like i'm not opposed to but, playing but this if you one's really play fun it, as well I'll play to, it, but it's not like if we have a if decision, you're doing your but own i know that struggle in your cool eyes anytime we play though that i that just adds a little bit more enjoyment for me maybe there's something buried within the the expansions that we haven't played with that would change it just enough yeah, because I, I think be it's close. There, there's so many different things that you can. And honestly, to and I'm I'm gonna sound so superficial when I say this. <laughs> it's the components. It's the components. He it's hates the components. The components. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's true. If you pay full price for the game, which is like what is it, sixty seventy bucks? Something I'd feel like a little the cheated. The thing was <laughs> like a couple the, years ago, Russ was like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if it's yeah, got plastic. Like, whatever. Just, just little cardboard. It doesn't matter. It's just a game. Buy him a couple of paintbrushes. Yeah, then he buys the others. He's like, I'm never going back. Yeah, the cubes are not. See, and I'm the opposite. I don't care about the minis and the components. Like, I, I have the secondary market like is nuts for that game. Yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna spend a huge price tag and to make it seem like it's gonna. Frixelius Games could fund a whole second game. Just if they just sold upgraded components for terraforming Absolutely. Mars, it would oh, be man. enough yeah. to fund. Just on Reddit yesterday, like maybe even I two saw some more projects down the Those road. 3D printed ones? Oh, oh it's so good. Everyone's like, I want to buy them, I want to buy them. He's like, nope, sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting, I, I'm, I, now I want to buy a 3D I'm just printer just for, for the that actual, game. Right? Like, I'm, I'm waiting for a Kickstarter. Right now. That's why I haven't upgraded mine. Yeah. Version of terraforming Mars has magnets for you. Maybe that's what they'll do when they come out with terraforming Mars Legacy. Oh, yeah, are they doing that? I'm pretty sure that's yeah. a thing that's, that's been like, that two sort of announced. All right, all right, Russ. Not liking me. Yeah. <laughs> Take us home with something you do like. Uh, so for me, when TI 4 was announced Twilight Imperium. Twilight Imperium. I had always Not been, the calculator, guys. Or Treasure Island, which came out this year. I had always rad. been. <laughs> TI3, Terf- or Twilight Imperium 3. <laughs> It always been on the shelves like, oh, that's a super long game, like seven, eight hour play. That would be fun to try sometime. And it's so expensive. It's so expensive. I'll probably never do it. But it was kind of like, not. I don't want to say grail because it wasn't something I super wanted, but it was like, that'd be fun to try at some point. Yeah. TI4 comes out, goes to the shelf. Oddly enough, the game store that never has sales walk in one day has TI three sitting there for twenty three dollars, and I'm like, I yep. gotta get this right. Twenty three dollars, I gotta get it right. So I bought it, and and I remember we planned the day when you gra- like it was a Saturday after you graduated. We were like, we're gonna do it. We had it all set up. We were like, got treats, like full on. We're going to power through. All of a sudden, we play, and it was the fastest eight hours of my life. <laughs> yeah, it, was like, it really was. It, it was, was like, so oh, my gosh, too. this is amazing. And, yeah. it, you know, we talked about heavy games earlier. This doesn't feel super heavy to me like Root did, Brain yeah. Burner, but it was just, it just goes. And it I is, remember we and played, and I checked. Massive. We played June 12th, June 19th. <laughs> 
uh, and then like the next like one of those two later, like we didn't start until nine o'clock at yeah, night we and we got done at like the sun was coming up we we're like yeah. going home zombies it was yeah, great yeah. i we, think that we played one game of ti3 and it was like okay so why did they come out with a fourth edition kind of looked into it and it was like all right so they streamlined some things looked at some of the stuff and i was like I'll buy it. I'll just buy it. I'll just take. I mean, I'll get I want, Ti four. I want it. You and so and we played Ti four one time to yeah. your copy so of it, and I really, really love Ti four. Twilight yeah. Imperium four times this year, at least last year. It's last oh, year. Could not do that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, we, we, we may have. Four times we could have so, gotten two by now. I right? mean, it's definitely <laughs> not leaving my shelf. I would like mm-hmm. Ti four. Well, and Ti two and Ti one. I want all versions want of it just to have the just whole collection. They're, they're cool, yeah. but uh, because that game instantly became, I think, a favorite one's, for all of us. Oh, this it, one's Ti one and Ti two for the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Honorable it mention to your Cosmic Encounters one. Yes, yeah, that was sick. Really, was one cool. of my easily my top. You got five cosmic, the first Cosmic Encounters. That's the card on there too. So it's it sounds daunting, but. Don't let it, it don't let really, the time limit intimidate. There are you. games that I play that are two or three hours that seem longer than seem Ti. Longer than Twilight yeah. Forbidden Stars. Oh man, oh, that my game. Gosh. was a six-hour game, I think, and it felt like it took twenty nine hundred hours. hours. Yep. It was mm. it was and. People really like Forbidden Stars, but it was not for our group at all. Yeah, and we were like powering ones. through. We got to the the last round of the game, and we're almost just let's not even yeah. play it. All right, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop played. you. I'm gonna stop you guys right there because you guys are wasting good content. And that in this episode, <laughs> no, is, TI3, we're never doing say, a video on Forbidden Stars. What, so might as what's well funny tell though right with now. Ti three is when we or Ti four when we played it with Alex. We were telling him how hard it is to get points. I and mean, we're like round two, and he's like, he like points are easy yeah. all, this, all like, of a sudden because yeah. he had put himself just right in the spotlight. Next, he didn't yeah, score he, any more points. Like the whole six game. hours. <laughs> like the next six hours, he didn't yeah. score a single point. <laughs> that, was, that, was pretty, that was a rough, rough game for him. <laughs> never want to be the guy that starts out real strong in that yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So. All right. So we want to hear from you guys at home what your favorite games that came out in 2018 were, or just your favorite games that you brought out and also let us know if you want to see more episodes like this or you're like no we just want to have the alone time with jared in the rules section um sure if i mean i don't even think his wife would want that but okay we'll do that just shoot us an email the playthrough at ktdata.net we should, we should do another um, episode with all of our like or if you want to hear our worst honorable mentions yeah, tw- 2018 because, oh there could be so many, so many. Oh, yeah. yeah so make sure you guys I looked i played a hundred and 30 or 124 brand new new games to me this yeah. year so so yeah make sure you guys go check out the playthrough.net that's thru as in the drive through for that so 2019 is going to be a big year for the show hopefully you guys enjoy this stuff let us know what you want to hear on the show um one last honorable mention before i forget um the board game table bags Oh, Zach, yeah, they're great. We got we got ours for twenty bucks. They went up to twenty eight. Now they're up to like thirty two. Mm-hmm. Totally worth the money. Absolutely. Check 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 those out. Um, and we will see all of you guys next time on the playthrough. Bye.